Hello, podcasters, and welcome back to series two of the podcast. Now, our guest today is someone who we actually tried very hard to have on series one, but he is a very, very busy man. Faisal, also known as Mr. PMA, is a coach, a best-selling author, and a trainer to some pretty impressive celebrities. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear what advice he has for you. So welcome to the show, Faisal. What's happening, everybody? How you doing? That PMA <laughs> straight away down the road. Um, first of all, uh, Mrs. Haskell, Thank you very much for having me here. Or the Hask. Yes, yeah, that is what I that's want. That's it. We're going to call you the Hask. Um, I love it. No, it's a pleasure. And um, sorry for not being available in the first series, but I'm here and I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, what happened? Why were you so busy you Why, couldn't what? give the podcast listeners what yeah, they wanted? I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it was probably a, jung- a mixture of becoming a brand new dad and juggling teaching classes and everything and yeah. just the schedule just realistically not working so you it wasn't that I didn't want to. very busy man. I was, I was. Not and I actually more. think there's a lot of people who are going to want to hear how you balance the health and fitness aspect of your life with work, with having a kid and we will come on to that because cool. um, obviously that is something I can't relate to yet. Oh, you heard it here first everybody. <laughs> oh, she's pregnant. No, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I'm definitely not. I think, given okay, that my right, husband okay. is nowhere in sight, that would be uh, that would be a problem. That would be a problem <laughs> if okay, I showed sure. up pregnant. Right, okay. <laughs> um, but hopefully, hopefully, sometime soon. Amazing. Okay, so for look. For those of my listeners who actually don't follow you, don't know who you are, mm-hmm. don't know about you, why don't you introduce yourself and just tell cool. them about who you are and what you do? My pleasure. So my name is Faisal, everybody, a.k.a. Mr. PMA. And if you have no idea what PMA stands for, it is Positive Mental Attitude. And that is the mantra which I preach throughout all aspects of life, not just fitness. It's all about mindset. Um, and I kind of uh, bang on about three pillars. So you have to eat well, you have to think positively, and you have to train hard. And if you can kind of maintain those three pillars in your life um then you're on to becoming the best version of yourself um and that's who i am and that's what i'm all about okay so how did it start i mean the health and fitness stuff also the pma thing for those of you don't know like he this is really very much um the ethos with which he has grown his career and i presume life Mm -hmm. um so how does this all bleed in together um so okay so it's a cool story. When I was, I think I was like 14 years old and I was watching a, uh, do you remember Ariel, like the deter- detergent advert? Yes. And Chris Sakabusi yes. was playing a dad and his kid in the advert was doing like a sack race. And in the advert, he was saying, you've got to have a positive mental attitude. And it was an advert about Ariel. Um, but it just like, I had this like epiphany moment. I was like, oh my God, PMA. Rah! And I was 14 <laughs> years old. And ever since then, um, I've always been into training, into fitness and um uh, I wanted to become an actor and I, I did the whole like, you know, extra work and that whole Hollywood dream and it never happened. And um, fitness was always something I kind of fell back on. And long story short, I became one of the first trainers at Barry's Bootcamp um, just over seven years ago in 2013. And Which uh, location? So they only had one, one at the time, which was Central, uh, Houston, sorry. Yeah, uh, Houston. I remember. Um, yeah, and it was like the first kind of like, big boutique uh, studio that hit hit London and uh, I was still determined to be this like (laughs) Tom Cruise Hollywood actor and I was actually on a Tom Cruise film at the time when I started training at Barry's uh, Edge of Tomorrow where I was playing like this big like exosuit soldier and I was still determined that I was gonna just like one day it was just gonna happen yeah but obviously it, it didn't but, but, then, but it does for some people hey, listen, but do you want to wait till you're in your 40s round. 50s yeah, so. yeah I mean you need to do something in the meantime exactly so um, and then yeah three classes a week at Barry's turned into 10 then it turned into 15 turned into 17 a week and kind of just um, I've always been uh, high energy and the the, the beauty with um, boutique group classes is that you need to be a performer. You mm. can be the most credentialed PT and have all the certificates. Yeah, you gotta lead a class. They gotta wanna follow you. But if you put a head mic on and you're unable to command the room and, you know, give people the motivation they want in that environment, it's not gonna happen. So for me I was like, a <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, can do this. I got this. That's uh, funny, you know, because James, my husband, opened a F forty five in Bath. Yes, I saw. And he 
he said, to be honest with you, so we we had a bit of a disagreement one day because yeah. I am I'm like a little bit pedantic and a little bit of a stickler for professionalism in the health and fitness world. Yeah. And James turned to me and he was like, Chloe, to be totally honest with you, they're leading a group exercise class and the displays are on the wall. They're he was like, I would rather have an actor mm-hmm. who could really lead the class yeah. than a great PT. And we, we had a fight about it. And it was only when F45 opened and I started to go to the classes that I completely understood what he was saying. Obviously, yeah. in an ideal world, you'd have yeah. both. Yeah. But it was like, wow, you need someone to command the class or they 100%. are not going yeah. to get the best out of it i mean spe- speaking specifically with f45 it's it's a fairly simple and basic kind of ethos to training you have your different stations everybody can see what's what they're doing on the board and you press start on your stopwatch and away we go so james is 100 percent right there you just needed that actor that performer um and you know some of the best coaches i know um who teach uh, yoga, who teach um, boutique uh, group classes, they come from either a dancing or an acting or a singing background. They're performers. They're performers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, perfected my craft and the nickname Mr. PMA came to me because I always used to end my classes with, at the end of the, the cool down the stretch, I'd say reach up to the sky, make your body six feet tall, 10 feet tall, clench your fists and pull down your positive mental attitude. So that's how I always ended every single one of my classes. And that name just got uh, attached to me and it was an organic process. You know, back then Instagram was booming and... Um, How many years ago was this? Oh, this uh, seven, seven and a bit years. Me too, that's when I got started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that way, but carry on. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, and yeah, it just kind of, the, the snowball effect, you know, it kept going and I wasn't really, you know, uh, there was no like five year plan. The, the, the only five year plan for me was house and baby. Uh, in terms of career, I didn't, you know, I just enjoy teaching. I, I'm so passionate about, you know, seeing people push boundaries and smash down limits and then them you know you getting a direct message on instagram or them sending you email or a letter or giving you a present that right there you know that's that's bigger than any any paycheck you'll ever get so for me that's like seeing that and having that opportunity and obviously barry's is like creme de la creme and it was up there and that's when the whole celebrities would walk through and VIPs and it would open up different doorways. I mean, yeah, I think it's been on every reality show yeah, from the US to the UK yeah. that I can think of. Like, yeah. I'm going to Barry's. Know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's, people it's, loved that. Yeah, and it's a it's a booming company and, um, you know, I've departed ways, but I, it's, it's a massive, I've given that company blood, sweat and tears and I absolutely love it. Um, uh, yeah, and your passion, it, it rolls off you. I have, like, it's a question here, you know, mm. we start with, you know, tell yourself, everybody, how did you get started? And then I say, like, being that the this world that we're professionals in is so saturated, what do you think set you apart from the rest? But it sounds to me like you've kind of answered it. You just, yeah. I mean, to, I think it's, <laughs> it's completely accurate to say that. I, I've learned this the hard way. I've definitely had ups and downs in my life, like in terms of my mental health, where I've had really bad issues with anxiety mm-hmm. and I've had really bad issues with, I mean, so, there's so much stuff. Um, and I've really like worked, as many, many, many people have. I'm not, you know, I'm not in, in the minority there at all. And I've really worked really hard to just try and restructure my brain to see things um, in a really positive way. And I was actually even having a conversation with a really good friend of mine this morning who's very similar to myself. Yeah. And they said, look, the, the thing is, is that what I'm, what I'm really learning about in, in this crazy kind of the last few years that's been going on is that life's going to happen how it's going to happen. It's happening. You've got two ways of how you decide to uh, sit on top of that train. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you either put yourself in first class and you look at it and you go, wow, this is crazy. This mm. is amazing. How can I make the most out of this situation? And yeah. well, that was a bit of a shock, but what can I do with this? And, yeah. and you kind of you maximize it and you try and have a great perspective. Or with the exact same train journey, you could lie on... <laughs> you know the top of the train getting very very close to the to the british or going under yeah. thinking oh my god i can't handle this this is too much i'm going to die at any yeah, minute yeah. and and it is it is really a, a matter of perspective because life isn't a series of hurdles that you have to kind of work jump your way through and work your way through life is just life it just mm. is so you may as well enjoy it exactly it's something i always say in relation to what you've just said is like you have to choose positivity it's 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 harder, but it's more rewarding. 
I completely agree. And I and I think of every time in my life where I've actually achieved anything and it wasn't easier to do whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I just decided like, no, I'm doing the right thing. I backed myself. Yeah. I backed myself from beginning to end. And I, I was talking to somebody else about this on the podcast yesterday. I can vividly remember all the times where I haven't really reached my full potential and haven't really succeeded in what I set out to do. And it was when I lost confidence in myself and I stopped believing that what I wanted to do, I could do. And it was always in my power at all times. And it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but it is very simple. You are in control of your yeah. life and how you decide to steer it and, and deal with what happens to you. It, it is a choice. 100%. I think I think it's phenomenal. I think you've probably changed a lot of lives. Um uh, so, right, looking at you, well, maybe we should talk about the... I don't know what we should talk about first. Should we talk about your injury? Do you want to tell people what happened? No, I'll tell you what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Mr. Haskell. <laughs> Everyone, he's going into the jungle, for God's sake. He got anou- I don't know when he got announced yesterday or the day before. He's going into I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and he's going to win it. Okay, so just to brief the audience, I don't actually know when this is going to come out, but it has come out t- today that my husband is currently in Australia and is about to set foot into I'm a celebrity. Go on, James. I truly believe he'll win if he doesn't yeah. offend or eat somebody in there <laughs> and just wear speedos 24 7 that's all i'm watching for <laughs> you know, i'm not he's given me all his logins for social media so that i can like oh my God, have the so final trusting. say yeah i know right <laughs> i was like that, how good that my husband wanted me to have his logins i was Bless like him. this is a really yeah. good sign for us yeah um no but i'm really excited about that and um I'll be watching. I'm a celebrity. I, I love the show anyway, but the fact he's on it is just amazing. So I know I'm um, so excited. I had to say that. Sorry. No, I love it that you said sorry, that. Sorry, Hask. Team James. I don't, I don't, if this goes out after the show, then there's no point. But guys, vote for James because yeah. look, he might. You know, he's he's a little bit like Marmite, but he's got a very good heart and he's very funny. So <laughs> take B, him with a pinch of salt and enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So talk, yeah. do now. I do okay. want to talk about what happened with yes. your arm, and I want to talk about. So I basically the question that I have here that I want to talk to you about is. Your physique is phenomenal. I had a really, I had a really good lingering look at your profile last night. I was like, God, it's such a good body, <laughs> and it's it's really impressive. And I want to talk to you about how long it's taken you to get where you've got gotten with your physique. Okay. And I want to talk to you about how you train, what it, what your training used to look like, and how it's evolved over the years. Yeah. And then I want good to end change. on this injury. Okay. Because cool. clearly you've done something done a little something. bit ski with on route. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. So I probably have to start with my parents. Um, uh, the DNA from my dad's side of the family has always been very strong. My grandfather, my dad's side, he was like a general in the police and he was like um, number one in the boxing academy, gymnastic academy, swimming academy. So it definitely runs in both sides of families. But my mom was the person who pushed me into all type of sports and um, different kind of like weekend clubs and stuff. So it started from a young age, um, the love of just moving and being active, being active and competing and so forth um and then when I went to college and I learned more about you know working out and training and that's when I really kind of uh I was I was probably a late bloomer it was probably like 16 or 17 years old where I really started like going into the gym and I don't think that's a late bloomer at all oh, but I think it isn't for now it would be yeah now it would be yeah whereas I've, I've got family friends and you know uh, one of our friends he is I think he's 14 and he like the the type of training he, he's he plays rugby and the type of training that he's doing he showed me his training program I was like wow I literally yeah. just learned this six years ago but that's when 34. James started with uh, I think he was at the with Wasps Academy right fourteen yeah was when nuts. they get real about yeah. training and yeah. they what they do is they try and get them really big really young young yeah. so that as they get older they can kind of move away from weightlifting and yeah. because the boys built the muscle and exactly, as long as you're yeah. active Endurance you're using it and, yeah, yeah. and that's what happened with James so they built the muscle yeah. Now, for the last few years, he weight trains once, twice a week, yeah. and so he looks like that. And it's because, I mean, they did it at the right it. age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I've, I've, I've always been blessed to be kind of like a, a jack of all trades in terms of like I've been good at fairly, you know, not, not like amazing, not like bad. I've just always been in that mid-range of I'm good at running, I'm good at swimming, I'm good at cycling. Like I can me. play different yeah. sports, you know, I'll pick up things, you know, um, and I have my parents to thank for that. And uh, and then, yeah, kind of fast, you know, I did all my qualifications and I did PE at college and I've, I've, I've been to some amazing sport facilities and um, I've dabbled in quite a few different um, areas of 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 fitness and yeah barry's came along uh back in 2013 and that's when i kind of really understood what hit training was all about yeah high intensity interval training for those that don't know and it was a combination of running on a treadmill and lifting dumbbells where you would work for you'd sprint for a minute 
rest for a minute, sprint for a minute, and you'd repeat this process, and you would, you know, same same kind of um, theory on the floor. And I crafted that element, and all I did for those, I say like four years, I body, I went to the gym and did bodybuilding type sessions where yeah. I just do like chest day, back day, yeah, the odd occasional leg day here and there. Why do men hate leg day? It's all women do, and it's all Not men now. don't hey, do. It's, it's, it's changing now, and well, then it has um, to because you're <laughs> you're fifty percent crippled now. I'm in a big cast for those who can't see. My left arm is a monstrosity, but we'll we're getting come to there. That, yeah, um, and uh, where was I? So yeah, so I was basically my week for four years was like three barrage classes where you get that high intensity that cardio conditioning and I would do either three um or two like body weight sessions where I would just you know go in there and do the whole like Arnold Schwarzenegger thing yeah um and then uh I bumped into uh who's now a good friend of mine uh, a CrossFit coach um yeah I've seen this on your Insta you've, yeah you've transcended so yeah I've definitely I've definitely you know I don't want to say CrossFit. I want to say it's functional training because that's yeah. that, that that's what CrossFit is, and yeah. you know there, there's three elements to CrossFit. Um, you've got Olympic lifting, you've got gymnastics, and metabolic conditioning. Now, if you take those three and s- separate them, metabolic conditioning, i.e., running, swimming, cycling, um, I'm good at that. You take in Olympic lifting, you know, I've I've got no, I had no skill in it whatsoever, but I'm not afraid of a barbell and I, I know how to move my body. So, and then gymnastics, body weight, I've been doing body weight stuff for a long time, but in terms of like inversions and hanging off a bar and stuff, there was loads to learn. But when you combine all those three elements and you put a jack of all trades person, so if we threw you into an eight week program of CrossFit, you would pick up things so quick for someone who's, who can pick up things and are, are fairly good at most. Um, and I just loved it. <laughs> fairly I, good. Not fairly right. good. Just, not amazing. Just that, I, you know, I'm, let's just I'm, keep that in it. Exactly, in yeah. I always come third or second in every competition. Yeah, but at least, at least I'm, I'm on in the podium. Least, yeah, I'm on the podium. Uh, on the podium. But I'm never first. Um, and I just fell in love with the community and how you could just jump into any box around the world, a CrossFit box that is, and um, and just join a class. So um, is this, this solely how you train now is in that CrossFit style? So you've you have you moved away from the um, kind of specified weightlifting slash um, hit or cardio split and you've you've just kind of bought basically thrown everything into the crossfit is that how are you doing now uh, i would say my training is 100 percent like 80 percent of it is crossfit 10 percent of it would be body weight and then the other percent would just be that weird like other like yeah. I, I do a class oh my friend's going to that thing i'm gonna yeah some of this um i just i just love following a program uh, or a strength cycle or a gymnastic yeah. cycle. Um, but that's why I think that anybody who works in health and fitness or, or really enjoys health and fitness, we all have in common. We really like that structure. Yeah. And we, and uh, you know, I, that's I, where results happen. Exactly. Mm. Everybody who I, every client I've ever had or everybody I've ever seen who hasn't really been able to get to the end of the plan and, and get the results is yeah. because they're, they're, at, they're more, and this is not a bad thing at all, like each to their own. They're all kind of like fly by the seat of my pants kind of people, which yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. But if you give them like a 12 or 24 week plan, mm. it's unlikely they're going to get to the end of it. Yeah. And I think the reason why all of us have ended up in the in the profession we have is because we like that structure. Yeah, and exactly. I, in a way, I need it personally. Oh, 100%. Yeah, or I fly, I, love it, yeah. I fly, fly, and then, fly. But then like my body's reacted to this type of training like, so well like I've always aesthetic, aesthetically sorry have been happy with how I look but the performance side of it has just like skyrocketed yeah. you know it's like I can do things now that I would never have done with my 25 year old body and I'm you know I'm gonna be 35 in, in February yeah I'm definitely a more well-rounded I quote athlete yeah you know, um, no no 100%, no absolutely so, abso- I, yeah. I think anybody who's been training for a significant period yeah. of time who goes out their way to learn how to move their body in, in new ways or in the same ways but better yeah. you can consider yourself an athlete I train six days a week I train blooming hard I yeah. consider myself an athlete you're an athlete I'm not I mean I'm not a performance athlete thank god because I would crumble <laughs> under the pressure I don't know how people do uh, that it's nuts it, man it like the yeah. mind boggles okay yeah. so what happened to your arm oh yeah so then so then here's Mr. Faisal go to a, a strongman class <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of like from one professional to the other like you would never set a client to do an hour of um high intensity training and then get them to do a one rep max i mean i don't even lift. think i'd give them an hour of intense intensity exactly. training anyway so, <laughs> so that's my, my my professional kind of uh, head definitely wasn't on so i decided <laughs> to 
lift a 330 kilogram tire, like a big truck tire. Are you joking? Yeah. You did not tell me it was that heavy. It was heavy. So I did the hard part. I got it like up to my hips, off the floor, and I tucked my knee under, and then I decided to like in a nanosecond like shimmy my my grip. And as I did that, all the weight went into my left arm and I felt this like pop and I fell down and the tire came crashing down on my knee. And I basically, end of this kind of, kind of long story short, I tore my left bicep tendon. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had a difficult decision because the, the surgeon said like, because of your physical ability, because of your age, because of your lifestyle, you can actually, uh, re- this will actually recover without surgery. Or you can do surgery and you can recover, you know, like 90% or just don't do surgery and rehab it. And you'll probably have like 67% strength in your arm. And I hate hospitals, hate hospitals. And the idea of having surgery, someone cutting me up and doing Hmm. things and uh, not being in control. And oh, my God, general anesthetic. Have you ever had general anesthetic before? Yes. It's like time travel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> guys, if you could see his oh face God. right now, he's so entertained. That was by the this. thing I was scared of the most, like, because um, I'm always in control, um, uh, and even if the you know you can't control your environment, but you can control how you, you respond to you it. respond to that environment. Absolutely. Whereas someone putting you to sleep, you have, and I was like, do I wake up? Is this it? Blah blah. blah. I've got. And a it son, does happen that wife. people don't wake up. Like, oh it's my scary. god! Yeah, they 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 read you the risks because you have to. So. Um, the majority of the, the, the decision was, you know, get surgery done. So I got the surgery done and my uh, the surgeon put me in a monstrosity of a cast because he wanted to make it big and heavy. Yeah, it just makes your arm look bigger. It's fine. It, just, it just looks abnormal. But he said, I've made it look, I've made it bigger and heavier so that you don't train within the time that your cast Clever. is on. Because I, I know like, that you've thought about it, haven't oh, you? Oh, 100%. I was like, okay. And the thing is, I'm going to be so meticulous with my training now, my rehab, because there's no need for me to rush back into snatching and cleaning and, no, you know, no, no. doing deadlifts and so forth. Um, so... Yeah, yeah don't it's... don't take steps backward because no. your ego just like look, you look great, you're fine. Just relax. Thanks, okay? Chloe. Just yeah. to, just take it, take but a it's, hot minute. It's uh, what I've decided is like it's another uh, opportunity for me to improve my my mindset. Even though I'm very you know strong minded with positivity, it's you know this is a, a life lesson, and I've I now can learn more from it. Mm. I can learn. Well, I have to learn how to train around it. So I've never had an injury in all 34 years of my life. Never, ever, Same. ever had a serious I've injury. Never had it. Never had a, a tooth filling or a stitch or whatever. So I've I've been quite lucky and blessed. That, and also I've been quite smart in my training. So this happened and I'm like, damn, what? <laughs> Why? Not so smart. <laughs> actually, so, like, I think my uh, podcasters can actually learn a good lesson here. So anyone who, so my next book, Transform Your Body with Weights, which is out on December 12th. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Um, so when I wrote The Beginner's Plan, I, I stared at the computer screen for a long old time. I mean, I would say over an hour, just sitting and thinking like, okay, this is a weightlifting book. So it's a beginner's plan. I have to put weights in there. Mm. But really, as a PT, optimally, if you have a beginner, you don't teach them how to train with weights right off the bat. You no. teach them how to move their body. So you teach them a body weight squat. You do not put a bit of weight on their back and say, no, squat. So I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And in the end, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I would do if I was with the client face to face. So in a lot of the beginner's plans, a lot of the exercises are unweighted. And I I do, obviously, I'm aware that people will, if they're beginners, will look at it and be like, what the hell? I bought a weightlifting book and some of this is unweighted. And I get it. I do get it. But I promise when you get through to the advanced section or the intermediate section, you'll get there. But I was like, no, you know what? It is really... Like, look at Faisal, okay? This is someone who, his physique is phenomenal. His training ability is phenomenal. He is an athlete, you know, whether or not he is a performance athlete. You heard or, it here first. Yeah. Chloe <laughs> said it, is. so it's, he it's done. And he did one thing, one thing that he could completely do, but he did one thing that his body didn't want him to do, yep. and now he's in a cast. And you have to understand that, in the book, I say, you know, look, I'm not there to teach you. And that's a really hard thing to do when you're writing a weightlifting book because lifting weights can be tricky, right? And I do say things like, here are some options. I talk about, you know, talking to a gym instructor on the gym floor, um, hiring a PT for your first round of sessions, going on YouTube and watching ad nauseum how to do how to perfect a squat, mm-hmm. watching other people on squat racks, going to the gym with someone who knows how to train. It's really important that you 
don't run before you can walk. I don't want anyone to read the book and be like, what? But I really want you guys to learn form, learn your body, learn how to do it properly before you throw yourself into weightlifting because you can get hurt. Oh, you you can you can mess up your whole life. Yeah. Um, and it has such a major effect. Like, with, so I'm in, I'm in a fairly basic cast, like my left arm, but like, like keeping myself clean, like washing and showering, you know, my wife has to like wash me. It's ridiculous. We love it though. Oh yeah. Love it. Any <laughs> any excuse to get our hands on you and take control. It's the best. I used to love it with James. He had so many. I was with him for five years. That's why yeah. I was so angry with him. People don't know this. When he decided to go into MMA, which is a great decision from him. Uh, and when he told me, I was like, I've just stopped basically paying for cots in hospital hospitals to sleep next to you and take care of you for months while he's miserable because he's mm. an athlete. And if they yeah. can't move, oh, same yeah. with me. If I yeah. couldn't train, I'd be miserable. Yeah. And I was like, and now we're going to do this all over again. And I was mm. just, I was so angry with him. I actually had to and leave the house like for a day. And it's almost like guaranteed he will. He'll get really himself. hurt. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm furious. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. say, honestly, it was one of the first time in, in our whole relationship where I actually was so angry that I just left the house for a full day and I didn't come back because I was like, Damn. I, I want to be supportive as a yeah. wife and yeah. you're putting me in a position yeah. where I feel like I can't be. And being injured is real. Like, uh, Yeah. But I was like, so I got upset. I got sad I got down and I was like okay cool <clears throat> I'm gonna totally accept what I've done I'm gonna go through the 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 process of feeling upset not just for myself but for my wife I can't pick up my son properly oh, do you know what I mean like little you know I can't use both hands and I was like okay <laughs> you cool you just start picking him up by the t-shirt I kind of just do like a <laughs> like a one-arm gorilla hook I'm like come over here mate I love that uh, which is cool but like you know, if he was to trip or fall, you know, instantly you, you go with both hands and I can't do that. So I've gone through all of that and I'm like, okay, cool. Lesson learned, you know, don't try and do anything stupid again. And how do I train around it? And how do I, you know, I've got a platform on Instagram where I could be so like miserable going, guys, I've got a cast on my arm and I can't <laughs> I'm like, an athlete and I, can't train. I can't do chest press today. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Whereas I'm like, nah, that's not me and I'm not going to be false and I'm going to try and, you know, because now I understand what it's like to have a serious injury. So that's the positive of it. Like having this injury, I n now know firsthand how frustrating it is to be slowed down, to, you know, not be able to do certain things. So if I can show people how you can choose to be positive with this injury, you know, I did a post last night about uni, unilateral training. I did I, I researched this um, study that they did with uh, eight athletes where they, for eight weeks, they just trained one arm or one leg. Um, and there was positive results that they got stronger on one side of their body, but their bilateral, so using both arms or both legs, also, they achieved their like one rep max that, you know, that they achieved strength in that. So there was, um, you know, positive results that crossover yeah. actually happened. So I was like, yeah. cool. So I did that post. Guys, you know, just because I can't use my upper body, I can still do right arm shoulder press and I can still do right arm chest press and rows. I love and... also that you just gave a bit of an insight into how we come up with content and how we do stuff. And that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what I always say is clients. How do I'm I like, spin this? Yeah. No, no, no. It's brilliant. It's totally, yeah. I do the same thing. You know, I have clients all the time. I get so frustrated with them. Be like, ask me the most obvious questions. And I'm like, babe, you know, you could just do a bit of research yeah. and you would learn a lot more firsthand yeah, yeah. than, you know, from someone else. That's, that's another thing. You, you unfortunately you do get asked so many um i'll say it stupid questions yeah, and it's just like you know you've got the not everything on the internet is is true uh, and don't take everything as a fact but take everything with a, with a pinch of salt and just do your own research like yeah. just just read stuff yeah you'll like, learn as well if you if you yeah. if you re if you research multiple different you know sources of information you will very very quickly be able to figure out what yeah. is right and what is wrong and assess for your own yeah. yeah and also like you know there's, there's there's also it's true to be you know said that trial and error is the best way for you to learn anything anyway i mean god some of the stuff i used to do you learn as you go you know and it's a science it's always evolving you keep you... learning and anyone who stays in one lane is not bettering themselves at their job uh, yeah i totally agree you have to seek failure if you want growth 100 percent. so you know the basic idea of training a muscle is you're tearing your muscle tissues yeah for them to repair and the only way that they will tear Hey students, Greg O'Shea is hosting a new podcast just for you, Vodafone XCast. Connect with college societies and discover something new along the way. Tune in and listen to Greg as he chats with society reps from all over Ireland to help you discover new areas of interest. Get the inside track. 
people can come in to Gums and be like, I've never picked up a hammer before and then build a whole set. Have a listen, have a laugh and discover you with Vodafone XCast on your favourite podcast platforms. Nice arms. Here, let me show you how you lift it. Since you're new. On grand. Thanks. Sure, she's only showing him the ropes. Okay, bend the knees. Yeah, right down. Uh, Can you stop touching me? He can look after himself. Relax, will you? I'm only showing you how it's done. Most men would be delighted with the attention. Will you stop? Let's stop excusing sexual harassment and sexual violence. Enough is enough. Learn more at gov.ie forward slash no excuses or in an emergency call 999. Is when you reach failure, when you're that muscle can't do anymore and it's that last rep of either 10 or 15, it's that rep 10 or rep 14 that's tearing the muscle and then it will repair with obviously nutrition and sleep and so forth and then you do it again. Smart man. That, so, that in a nutshell, he just gave it to you. So that's the, phys- that's the physical side of, of seeking failure when you train but then, but then mentally you want to seek failure to grow. So speaking about me, I've failed in... Uh, life where I've done this lift, I've torn my tendon. It hasn't just affected my physical body; it's affected my whole mindset. It's affected my my wife, my son. Um, but I will grow from this. Yeah. So you have to seek failure. If you're not doing that, you will literally stay in the same lane, yeah. and nothing will change. No, nothing will change. Yeah. You'll never get better. Don't mm. don't be scared. It's what I've also said so far on the podcast since we started recording. Much like happiness is an emotion of many emotions that you're going to experience in a day. Love it. um, it's the same with success. You're not going to continue to be successful over and over and over and over again, or we'd all be, you know, Bill Gates. I mean, it's M- billionaires. <laughs> billionaires. <laughs> I mean, you and even I mean, a lot of the time they don't even get there until they're much until they've passed middle aged and a lot of the time millionaires and billionaires well not maybe not billionaires but millionaires actually statistically most of them lose the first million that they make and then go on to remake it Mm -hmm. Um, so it's you know failure is is part of the course and you you have to accept that now Okay, so we've talked about we've talked about you, babe, loads and loads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to know, just because I think my listeners could really benefit from this, talk to me how you approach your uh, clients. I've got uh, two specified questions here. Okay. How would you kind of start if a male or female client came to you and really wanted to build significant muscle mass? What muscle is mass. What would be your first kind of ports of call? I want to get big. Um, I would, uh, I would, I'd want to know their history. I want to know, I'd, I'd ask them, what have you been doing in the last three months? Um, or is it just one day you woke up and decided, right, I'm, I want to get James Haskell big. Cool. <laughs> all right. That's not us. That's don't we all? Goal. <laughs> well, actually, I, I do. Um, and then like normally what would happen then is like our first week of training, whether there'd be two sessions or four sessions or six sessions in that first week, it would be uh, like a a testing week. So I would test very simple, basic movements, i.e. squat, um, deadlift, and a shoulder press movement. You go straight bodybuilding. Yeah. Not bodybuilding, strength training, I should say. Strength strength training because then what what you do, because you're testing how strong you are and the the whole idea and concept behind that is because then you can work for the rest of the program on percentages based off your one rep max so i.e if you put a if you put a, a bar on your back and you keep loading it and i'm just getting you to do one squat at a time and then we reach 100 kg and you can't do any more and i'm there obviously to spot and support you if you can't you know push 101 kilograms but we found your one repetition of your maximum weight. So if it's 100 kg, for example, and then on week two, we're like, okay, cool. We're going to do four sets of three repetitions at 80% of your one rep max. It gives you a base to work off of. Otherwise, you're just guessing. Otherwise, there's no structure. Otherwise, there's no progression. There's no linear um, direction. So that's what I would do first of all. Um and depending on specifics, if they if they wanted like a big deadlift or if if it's just all all round aesthetic general um, uh, muscle mass, then yeah, we it, we would just kind of custom it. Then you put in from them. the what like the bodybuilding accessory work of like all of the kind of more isolated movements as well. And yeah, then so there's compound movements. One hundred percent compound movements definitely build muscle um, quicker, but there are uh, 
uh, there are different you know theories I, I strongly if you want to get muscle mass like German volume training yeah uh, which is stereotypically 10 sets of 10 reps on a on any given movement so if you wanted a bigger chest you would do chest press 10 sets of 10 but it would be between 50 to 60 percent of yeah, your one, one rep, rep max yeah. um so again that's how important knowing what your one rep maxes are what your across... ceiling is and exactly. then you work back from there and then you work back from there yeah 100%. i think that's bloody brilliant advice Boom. i uh I, I think that's... but then most people won't know that and like you said there before someone goes to me oh, well i don't know what my one rep max is and doing that and testing that can be quite dangerous if you're yeah. if you haven't got the knowledge and if you're doing it by yourself. Yeah. So i.e. paying for a PT for a couple of courses going, listen, yeah. I want to know what I can do on a back squat, what I can do on a deadlift, a shoulder press, and a chest press. They are the four most basic movements that you do in life. You yeah. stand up, you pick things up over your head, yeah. and you push things from from your chest. Um there's, you know, there's protocol to make sure you do it safely and correctly yeah no yeah. absolutely actually that touches on a really good point um those of you who get the book will know that basically there's there's different goals in it there's hypertrophy which is uh muscle building Oosh. there's endurance which is much more kind of functional performance based lifting yeah baby yeah baby. I, I, why do i have a feeling that you do all of these things i do so uh, yeah. and then there's, yeah i bet you do strength <laughs> strength which is typically uh squat uh dead and bench but I also did put in a shoulder press in there as well. Uh, even uh, though it's not technically a competition lift, it is still kind of a fundamental compound yeah. movement to have in there. Yeah, so yeah. I put it in. But if you snatching or a clean, uh, sorry, clean and jerk like yeah. that, jerking is a is a shoulder exactly. press. So you need to have that foundation of strength to be able to, to push be able to over do it. A hundred percent. And so, and what I say in it is, look, if these are all that you know, every everything's kind of coded to show you what your goal is what exercises you do and don't have to do but I also say throughout there is you're only going to benefit your physique your training your strength your performance all of it you're only going to benefit it if you switch it up every now and again so if you are really only interested in strength fine you can do the the big you know the big three or the big four predominantly but throwing in some accessory work here and there is really going to help your the big four develop um, and if you're doing hypertrophy and you're finding it really hard to kind of with deadlifts for example you know they will really they will really test you in terms of you you will your fitness you know you're going to find that you get out of breath quite quickly so throwing in some endurance sets and reps in there will really help as well mixing it up is really important and um, don't be scared to do some research look into it and try and figure out how you can progress your training 100 yeah you're um you're never going to be able to get or know what your one rep max is without doing accessory work yeah uh, what is accessory work it is doing similar uh body movements that will assist you in that main lift so mm -hmm. i.e if we're doing uh, a squat we want to know how heavy I can do a back squat an accessory for that would be Bulgarian split squat mm. where you would isolate just one leg and because there's going to be imbalances mm. so this is the whole like bilateral unilateral thing um, or you would do look at it the, the research coming to the fore oh, yeah. look at me <laughs> let me just put my spectacles Love on it. my little um, so yeah so doing movements like uh, accessory work is fundamental to progress hundred yeah. percent. And I love everything you said. And um, Faisal's completely right. Fig figure, you know, a lot of people also will always say to me, like, how heavy should I lift? I have yeah. clients here all the time. Well, what, you didn't put what weight? Well, I can't tell you what weight. I don't know how strong you are. I'm not yeah. inside your body going to the gym. Listen, this is actually, you know what? I, I just want to preface every episode now with this because this needs this needs to really be drilled home to everybody. Preach. Nobody can tell you what weight you should lift bar your body. That's it. Your body is the only thing that will determine what weight you can lift. Please stop asking that question. What weight? And also, stop asking people how how, how much do you squat? How much do you yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it's all completely subjective. So, yeah. completely right. Completely agree with Faisal. Figure out how heavy you can lift and then you will know how you're going to be able to complete four sets of 12 reps or three yeah. sets of eight reps. You will know when your body is going <clears> to exhaust. <throat> and much like I've said on, with somebody else on the podcast, there is no point, especially, well, it really applies to all goals. If you are not exhausting the muscle, as in you literally can't lift it one more time by the end of the sets or reps that I'm instructing you to do or any coach is instructing you to do, 
you are not lifting the right weight. You have to be able to yep. get to the end. So say if it's eight reps, you need to be able to be, you have to really be killing yourself to get out that eighth rep. That is the rep that counts. And if you're not there, if you're if you're blowing past it or you're completely fine or you're getting to five and you can't do it anymore, you need to re, need to re, re, re-figure out what no weight you should be lifting. No change will happen. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, next one. How would you structure a plan for a male or female who came to you and said, I, I need to achieve significant fat loss, you know, who has 20, 30, 40, mm-hmm. 50 pounds to lose. Yep. How would you do that? Um, so three things uh, come into play if you want to reduce fat loss and lose weight. Um, obviously, training is important. So I, I say this, it, the math the math doesn't make sense, but it's 100% training, it's 100% nutrition. Mm. So you need to be, so let's say we do a training session and there's sweat everywhere and it was the best <laughs> session of your life and it's like oh my god I couldn't do anything more just like what Chloe was saying about that last rep you need to adopt that exact same mentality with train of uh, eating sorry so you yeah. need to you need to eat just as hard i.e. you need to be so positive so focused so um uh, dedicated to putting in the right fuel if you're driving a 911 Porsche and it's a petrol why would you put diesel in the tank? It just won't get from A to B. All, all PTs love this saying, by the way. We love it's, it. It's, it it's, sums it up it's perfectly. It's the most perfect terminology. <laughs> um, so it's a combination of those two, and it's a combination of sleeping because most people don't sleep well enough. Um, so I would approach it by asking them, and I'm not a nutrition nutritionist, so it would just purely be on my advice. Okay, Obviously, I know how to eat. But if you wanted to, um, if we had like a, a set time to lose weight, I'd say, right, I know nutritionists and I'd recommend them saying, mm-hmm. cool, let's let's get them involved. I'll do the training. They will do the nutrition. And that way, with that combination, that's when you'll, that's when you will gain fat loss. Does that make sense? Yeah, that when does make sense. <laughs> fat loss. It makes sense if you followed from the very beginning. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and do you know what PMA? It's the biggest thing. Like you need, you know, so many people come up to me over the years and say, "Oh, I'm not losing weight," and I'm like, "Okay, cool. What are you doing? Like when you leave me, what are you doing behind closed doors? Yeah, this is like, everything. You know, I, I'm I'm giving you everything here, but I can't babysit you. I can't hold your hand the whole way through. Yeah. So if you've not got a positive mental attitude, if you're not in this, you know, 100. percent And I've said this. Um, on my last block of clients, I did a block of clients starting in March this year. I said, listen, if you're not dedicated, please don't waste my time by asking how much do I charge for an hour? Yeah. Because it's yeah. got nothing to do with that. I want to know if you're dedicated. Do you want to unlock your positive men- mental attitude to its absolute ultimate like energy? And if you do, yo, I'm in. Yeah, if this you is don't, it. Like you need it needs to be like a dual all in effort like it's so funny when you have clients who and and you know I've just I've just closed shop with my uh online coaching for the next few months because I'm I'm so so busy but when you have clients who really go above and beyond and achieve and I can mm. think right now of three of my previous online clients who really blew me away yeah. I mean they were phenomenal um and then you have clients who really do genuinely think that you're going to wave some magic wand over them and get them in incredible shape because, you know, they follow you on Instagram and that's what you do. And yeah. it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. What happens when you're on your own? Like, And, and when you see that contrast, you really mm. – it's actually quite – it's good for someone like me who has – who tries to get in the kind of shape that I try to get into for, for my career and for photo shoots and stuff – it's it's really kind of humbling to be like, wow, it really is this simple. But what Faisal's done is um, absolutely nailed an element of health and fitness that people do not pay enough attention to, which is your mentality. How are you approaching this? How are you? How much buy-in do you have to the process and also to yourself? 100%. Like, do you back yourself? How bad do you want it? Like, yeah. and that goes with anything. Like, yeah, okay, you want to lose weight? Why? Because you want to be, you want to feel good inside. You want to wake up positive. You want to be able to socialize more. It's it's got so much more, uh, to, you know, to do with your whole lifestyle rather than yeah, you want to look good naked. You want to put that dress on, or you want to put those jeans on and feel good about yourself. But then, what's the second reason for that? You want to look good because. You want to be accepted in your circle of friends. You want to have the confidence to to talk to different people. Um, it, there's so many knock-on effects of being that dedicated to to 
training to losing weight to putting on muscle mass to be able to run a 10k in sub 40 minutes or whatever it's got it's the, the physicality part of it is just the first hurdle there are so many other hurdles behind that first kind of goal absolutely i love everything damn i'm getting about. motivated damn he's good Let's guys train. Oh my God. Can, you, can you feel the positivity <laughs> i just oozing. love it so much um we are coming to the end but i actually have a few more questions Boo. for you so i'll try and get through them quick um <laughs> Just, I just love this so much. Honestly, the, the energy in this room has never been so high. Um, okay, so this is something I don't want to get too uh, caught up in in any kind of debate mm-hmm. because I just think... That's, stay away from it. Yeah, it's just an element. That, it's too much negativity. Mm-hmm. It's too much... I just oh, I can't be bothered. And I also don't think there's ever a right or wrong answer. I think it's very nuanced, very subjective. Um, I've seen on your Instagram that you tried... Mm-hmm. The game changers vegan Ooh. full on diet trying yeah I'm still or try- on it. Yeah. yeah so talk to me about how uh, well talk to me about first yeah. why then how okay. and then kind of what what your kind of end goal is with it yeah pure pure and simple it was like pff, let's just give it a go why not yeah. why not like it's yeah. not going to hurt me um, and was I influenced by the game changer no mm-hmm. was some of the things they said in the in the in the show absolute bullshit yeah. Was some of the stuff they said make sense to me? Yes. Yeah. And just let me rephrase that. Did it make sense to me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, do your research, bloody blah, blah. But uh, for me, it, it was the timing of it. Had I watched that not just tore my tendon, I probably wouldn't have gone plant-based. Yeah, you wouldn't have but, had a had you know, a the science of like, you know, plant-based helping inflammatory mm. and, um, you know, they, they showed a group of uh, professional um, American football athletes who recover quicker. 100%. So it doesn't excel you as an athlete in terms of your performance, but recovery, it does. And I was like, yo, I need a lot of recovery right now. So I just thought... Why not? Um, And I reached out to Fresh Fitness Food and I said, listen. um, Love them. Love Fresh Fitness Food, the FFF. Hook a sister up. I feel like I used to work with them a a minute ago and I need to restart that train. Okay, that's a done deal. (laughs) That gravy train needs to get going. No, it's not. It's coming back. It's coming back. (laughs) Um, And they said, yeah, sweet, amazing. And they had so many people say the same thing. Um, And I'm on a four-week plant-based diet. I'm on week three. Day, what's, what's today today? Tuesday. Tuesday two. Day two. Um, <laughs> that friends thing, Monday, one day, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know what? Like, I'm a, I've been a big meat eater all my life and I've always had this like uh, ethos of I need meat in my meal for protein, okay? Um, and I've, I've quickly learned that, yes, I'm not training as the same as I would have been. So the comparison to meat, based you know yeah. or non-plant-based uh isn't the same it's blurry yeah it's a bit blurry yeah but i've not craved meat like i've not gone oh i want a five guys although like i can't wait to have a five guys oh, i think that all day every day yeah but the the, the craving isn't there the transition from just going because it was like some people do like two days a week and transition mm. into it slowly i went cold turkey oi oi and went straight into it. Oh, and then, I get it. Well done. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, why did you say oi Cold turkey. <laughs> pump. <laughs> um, and uh, it's been great. And, you know, some things don't taste that great. Some things taste amazing. Well, it applies to everything. Yeah, exactly. So it's cool. And I think a lot of people are liking the idea. And then it has obviously all the environmental fa- factors of, you know, we should eat less meat. Uh, I've seen some phenomenal documentaries. I think the one that hit me the most was... Uh, um, if you haven't seen it, it's called Before the Flood, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that will change your whole life pretty much. And um, and then financially, like, my wife doesn't buy as much food you know, yeah. because meat is expensive. Meat is expensive. Yeah. It's crazy expensive. I mean, I have to say, like, so I watched it and from, from what I know, I was just like, hang on, hang on. This is very, very, very one-sided. Now, I'm not saying any of it was wrong or uh, a lie at all. I'm not mm. at all. But it was so one-sided that when oh, you yeah. have it that one-sided, it's not a fair argument. It's not a fair yeah. debate. It's you not know? a document. No, it's exactly. Yeah. It is, and and, and it's, it's most certainly not a clinical trial, which yeah. I want to be very... Everyone was like, but it's science. I was like, yeah. no, no, it's no. a subjective study. It's, it's a research study. It's not a clinical trial, <laughs> yeah. right? However, however... You also can't deny the side that they're showing you, which is exactly what Faisal's saying. And and my husband also has really bad issues with folliculitis. Okay, what's um, that? 
it's basically his his hair follicle is basically get inflamed and infected and it's what? yeah and so he okay. he has really bad issues with folliculitis he also has inflammatory issues all over his body from yeah. what he does yes, and i actually think genetically yeah yeah for example he is a, a monster of a of a muscle mass um man and he he has never not once had a training session and not been in incredible pain with doms yeah. the next day yeah. um and you would think looking at him that shouldn't apply and i'm talking with just body weight no weights yeah, yeah. um he has issues with it so much so that now i was you know slightly ranty during this documentary like why aren't they talking about xyz why aren't they talk i think i said that every two minutes <laughs> but then i turned to him and i was like oh by the way babe i think you should try this and he was like i thought you're just sat here next to me like poo-pooing the whole thing i was like no look as a scientific uh it's a scientific kind of holy grail yeah. yeah it's 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 subpar i yeah. mean it really is subpar yeah. but in terms of saying oh look at look at the evidence that we have from these people that if you are an athlete and you do have inflammatory issues it can really help i was like which is james to a t yeah i, was like, I think you should try it he hasn't tried it yet because I think that was the day before he went to Japan and he loves a piece of sashimi. So Ooh, yeah. off I he mean, went. When in Rome. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? so, exactly. He loves some Kobe yeah. beef. Yeah. So it didn't quite work with the timing, but I think we will try it soon. He's, yeah. He had his blood done before he went, which I insisted on yeah. because also that that is real science and it yeah, is subjective. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he could really benefit from yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. And the guys at Fresh Fitness Food gave me a, is it a Kaizen or Kaizen test where they do, they take like three blood samples and your cholesterol and all this type of stuff. So within four weeks of just eating plant-based food, like I'm hoping that, because my cholesterol was actually, it wasn't great. Yeah, I have high cholesterol yeah. naturally. Yeah, yeah it wasn't genetic. great because I, I like a lot of sugar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just purely genetic. There's right, like okay, nothing. Yeah. I can just okay, like, yeah. all right, fine. <laughs> so I'm interested to see if it has you know, other benefits as well. Of I'm so interested. Down, so. I love that you did that. See, that mm. is what you want. You got your blood done before. You're going to get your blood done after. I did yeah. that on a prep once and I was shocked to find that my hormone levels were, I'm actually really lucky in that I've been like 12% body fat I think maybe two or three times in my life before. I never stopped menstruating. Sorry, Michael. Okay. I don't know if you care about that. Or well, not. He's know. looking at the wall like, mm, mm, okay. um, where can I look now? <laughs> um, I never stopped menstruating, and I and I know that that does happen to a lot of women. Um, I found it really interesting. I decided uh, the last time I did it to get my blood done, and I was pretty hormonally sweet from beginning to end. Um, okay. And I again, I think that's, that's genetic. So interesting, yeah. It's I'm just that way. I'm very yeah. very lucky. I'm genetically quite. Uh, quite solid yeah. with my hormonal profile. And that's it though. Everyone, every every single person on this planet is different. 100%. So yeah. the majority will work for some people and the majority won't work for some 100%. people. And it's that whole thing of trial and error and give it a go. It's not hurting me. You know, someone said to me, some people, oh my God, you're vegan. Yay, Pfizer's vegan. No, I'm no, not. No, babe. I'm not vegan. I'm just, I'm literally just doing this. Like I will always have a Sunday roast. I will always have five guys for the rest of my life. You know, um, I don't see it changing me that drastically. Will I eat less of meat, however? 100%. Yeah. If I go to a restaurant and I see uh, a plant-based option or a vegetarian option, I won't straight away be like, nah, that's got no meat in it. I need meat. Yeah. I'll actually be, um, it's opened my mind up a little bit more to having more variety yeah. for, for when I eat. So it's it's been positive all the way through. But um, yeah, people are so quick to just like jump on it. And because, you yeah. know, we have, oh, well, not comparing to you, but you know, uh, uh, a slightly high profile a page on Instagram. People just want to, you know, throw you their opinion straight away, and it's like, okay, cool, well, thanks, but I'm doing it this way. So there's you know, there's a lot of dogmatic dieters out there, and I think it's really important to stand yeah. up and say there are two sides to every story. Yeah. What works for some one person might not work for another person, but you know what? You have to be open minded. I love the post that I read where I read that you the were doing one. it, and I was like, yeah. See, yeah. I think you you come out with a really balanced opinion, and I love that. And I think now in the health and fitness industry, and I'm yeah. not. I'm actually really pro this. There's a lot of very outspoken professionals who are saying yes, no, good, bad, being being so quite funny. quite hard lined, and I quite like that because I think it makes people think, and I think it regulates uh, an industry that's getting quite out of control with wrong information, and I like it. Yeah, but. Why do people have to be so attacky about it? Like, just yeah. look, you can make your point and just relax. Make the point, but relax a little bit. I think that's just human human nature, I, I believe. And I don't know. It, it's a difficult one to get into without having backlash. I know. That's and I'm I, just like, I always am just like, I'll just, I'll just stand over here yeah, and, yeah. And, and and think and it to myself like, cool. or like rant to my husband yeah. on the <laughs> sidelines. Yeah. Um, okay, folks, this is it. 
So why don't no, you? I don't want to <laughs> go. It's time, my friend. <laughs> but I want to leave you, yeah. as I do with all of my guests, okay. all the time. I want to leave you the floor for a couple minutes just to tell my audience anything and everything that you think is important for them to know about health, fitness, goals, anything. Love it. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we've kind of uh, covered the majority, the majority of everything. But I, I, I will say this. Like, as much as... I bang on about training and you see me training. Um, having become a dad, and uh, and again, parents will relate to this who are listening and non-parents probably won't relate to this whatsoever. But if you're not a parent, like family is so important. So regardless of everything we've... Chloe probably wasn't expecting this. Regardless of everything that we've been talking about today... I would I would leave you with this in terms of connect with your family a bit more. Um, my last six years of my life, I've been so uh, one-minded, so selfish in becoming the best version of who I am, of becoming, uh, perfecting my craft. I, I've, I've missed so many family occasions and friends' parties and my wife sacrificed the most you know I'd be Mr PMA the second I leave the door and when I come home I'd be so tired she'd be like hey how's your day oh baby I just want to go to bed so she would never get Mr PMA and literally for six years she would just get the tired Faisal the Faisal that nobody sees because not I can't run on that level of energy the whole time whereas now I've kind of okay devil's advocate have I got to where I've got if I didn't work so hard probably not but what I'm trying to say to you now is now I've kind of stepped back from that hard hustling, you know, um, waking up at 5 a.m., going to bed at 10, you know, going home at, at 10 p.m. And having uh, and now I'm starting my own family. Family's so important, everyone. And if you can maintain those three pillars, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, you have to think positively, you have to eat well, and you have to train hard. Now, train hard doesn't mean Mo Farah. It doesn't mean hmm. James Haskell. It doesn't mean Arnold Schwarzenegger. It just means train hard for yourself. If you have those three, that is the best balance to have a balanced lifestyle and just to surround yourself with your friends, which will only probably be two or three because no one has more than that in terms of good friends and your mm. family. Um, and I'll just leave you with that because um, that's where I am at the moment in my life and that's what I have to say. <gasps> and a tear run down my cheek. Shall I say that this is, this is what's so interesting is that I every high-achieving person, male or female, I've ever met says this after they have a family. Before, I was so focused on being the best version yeah. of me, and th this applies to me too, by the way. I'm not exempting myself. I am not perfect. I was so focused on being the best version of me, on achieving, 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 that actually I realized now, in hindsight, that I neglected other areas of my life that were kind of falling by the wayside, and yeah. this has definitely been happening to me um, in the last few years. And... Um, I think when you have a family, and I've seen this with my nieces and nephews, it really brings all of you together. Mm -hmm. And it actually wakes you up as to yeah. what is important and what's going to be there when it all goes wrong, which exactly, is family. Yeah. Exactly. And what really takes the cake. And I think that it is an amazing message that has never been left with my listeners before um, and actually really important and yeah. as someone who also works in health and fitness, and I like to think I'm quite successful in my field, uh, I have come back to this mental uh, space time and time and time again in the last mm. few years um, and I, I think it's really important and yeah. I love that you said that and I think Thanks. you must have a very lovely like, family I do but like it's like imagine if Instagram social media Google the, the, the world wide web shut down who would you talk to yeah. who would you go to could you survive financially? Who would you enjoy your life with? Who would you, Who'd you, you know get I mean? the most out of it with? Because we're so, like, we're slaves to our phones and media and all this type of stuff. So if that was all to just shut down, who would you then be? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Thank Woo! you so much for yeah, coming baby. on. Baby. Just change the game. Talk about game changers. <laughs> game changers. God, God damn it. Hey. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Can podcast. Can I put in, put in real quick? Yeah, go. Chloe, it has actually been <laughs> one of the best podcasts. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks. Not that I... It was weird because when you first reached out to me, I didn't follow you. And ever since then, I have been following you. And I think you're a massive inspiration. And it's been so good to chat to you today and i think 
the dream team that is Miss Miss Haskell and James Haskell. <laughs> You're a phenomenal couple, and uh, I hope that we can grow our relationship more and train more when my arms better. But it's been a privilege, and I just want to thank you very much for the opportunity. I, thank you for saying those lovely things, and I actually think that you should uh, you should introduce me to the world of CrossFit imminently. Oh. Damn. I want to do you it. You heard it here I want to go for it. Okay, done. That's it. That's a done deal. And then, yeah. then maybe I'll become a vegan. Who knows? <laughs> Anything could happen. Anyway. Anything could happen. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Really, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, leave a review. Honestly, the more feedback we can get from you guys, the better. Don't forget to tune in next week when we have one of my good friends, Tyrone Brennan, on the podcast. I thought personally if I got it, I'd be fine. Young people and sports people, we think we'd be okay, but the truth is that it can hit any of us hard like... I hate not being able to play GA, not go out and socialise with my friends. The sacrifices are the only way, so we really need to help each other along the way. Behind every case, there's a story. Protect yourself and each other. Be antiviral. Hear more at antiviralireland.com. Supported by the Government of Ireland. Sports Social Podcast Network.